as a traveling salesman or something like that. She's gone, there you go, in this shit room. You're only going to cry in it anyway, aren't you? <laughs> so she panics and she phones the room, right? When I get to the room, the phone is ringing. And what she means to say is, it's been brought to my attention that you might be about to tell 500 local residents that this hotel is a shithole. Because <laughs> I've given you no reason to doubt that this hotel is a shithole. But would you like, I'll give you a cheeky, better room and we'll just never mention this. We'll pretend it never happened, right? That's what she meant to say, but she's panicking now. So she came out with something slightly less welcoming. Here's what she said. She went, Aya, it's reception here. We know who you are, and we know what room you're in. <laughs> Which just scared the shit out of me, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I won't be masturbating in this room then. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here. Which is terrible, really, because I sort of made a name for myself not being happy about anything. Uh, and in the last sort of year or so, I've become happier. And it's very dangerous. It's really bad news because obviously the happy, and I speak to you safe in the knowledge you're not happy, or you wouldn't be here, would you? Let's be honest. If you were happy, you wouldn't have paid for someone else to make you laugh, would you? You'd have just stayed at home and laughed at your walls and the lamps. <laughs> ah, curtains, what a life! Ah. No, you've come out because you're miserable, and the only assumption you've made is that I'm more miserable than you are, and so you'll leave feeling better about yourselves. Because I have a shitter life than you do. That's why you've come here. And I, I, since I've become happy, my worry is that I can tell I'm becoming boring. I'm becoming much less interesting. Even my dreams now are so dull. I used to have dreams where spiders fell off ceilings and turned into dogs and bit me. And here's a dream I had recently. See if you can work out what's going on here. I had a dream. I went back to a house I used to live in and tidied the loft. Mysterious subconscious, that, isn't it? <laughs> what do you do at night time, John? Admin from the past. <laughs> and here's how I know it's not just the dream is boring, but I am also boring. That was a wet dream, and it really shouldn't have been, should it? <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Oh, I thought I'd lost those certificates. <laughs> That's the noise I've given myself when I ejaculate in a dream. You never know, do you, what noise you make? Because obviously you're asleep. I assume it's different. That's not the noise I make when I'm awake. If I ejaculate when I'm awake, it's more like this. Pow. <laughs> but at night, I imagine it's something different. What I've given myself, it's the noise of an elderly Jewish American man going to the shops and a bird shit goes right down his neck. That's what that noise is. I gotta go get myself some bread for the... <laughs> Damn shitting down my neck all day. I don't want to be happy. I don't want you to think that I've become happy deliberately. I, don't, I want to be unhappy, right? And that's why I bring out the hat. The hat is a symbol of how good I am at maintaining unhappiness by doing things I don't want to do, right? The hat I bought uh, when I went to do a program called Real Man's Road Trip, where I lived with some cowboys, right? And you're already thinking, John, Real Man's Road Trip, that doesn't sound like the sort of show you should be involved in. Uh, and I agree with you, when they asked me to be in the programme, I'm not an idiot, I didn't think they'd had a meeting where they said, Jesus, you better get Richardson involved, or this will have no validity whatsoever. <laughs> I knew they'd had the other meeting where they'd gone, what's it called? Real man's road trip. Right, we'll get one real man and a fanny who'll cry. <laughs> Bear telly, isn't it? A crying fanny, right? <laughs> I, uh, I know I'm not a real man. I know uh, I get reminders constantly, whatever a man is, I'm not one. I, uh, when we started this tour, I was in Kings Lynn. I was a little bit hungry when I got to the gig, so I asked for a snack. I said, can you bring me some crisps or something? And they brought me the manliest crisp on the market, which you all know is 
McCoy's, damn right. Straight away. Manly crisp, that innit? They brought me a bag of salt and vinegar McCoy's and I ate those crisps. And I don't know if it was the salt or the vinegar or a combination of both, but they made my fucking tongue bleed. Pretty manly shit, that, isn't it? And I'm no fool. I know that the cowboys of America will not be impressed by that sort of response. Why is that boy crying? I had some crisps. <laughs> I don't know if the salt or the vinegar, they've done me a real mischief. I don't generally do, you know, sort of laddie, manly things. Most of the things I do are contrary to what a real man would do. I'm even trying to cut down my drinking because uh, I've been made paranoid by the news. Half a bottle of wine, they say, is borderline alcoholism now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you open a bottle of wine, it lasts for two nights. So you have two goes to drink it all. So half a bottle a night isn't alcoholism, is it? That's a fucking deadline. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I, it's not my drinking I'm trying to cut down, it's the hangovers. Right? I don't mind a drink, I just don't want to be hungover anymore. Because I've...